your favourite albums. Disgust. Track by track. On today's podcast... Phases and stages. Circles and cycles. Well, it's a bloody merry morning, baby. Left me without warning sometime in the night. So I'm flying down to Houston with forgetting her the nature of my flight. Now, here are your hosts, Campbell and Jack. Welcome back, everyone, to Track by Track with Campbell and Jack. Uh, just a difference in... Uh... Oh, sorry, everyone. You, you try and tie me up and you, so you can do the intro yourself. That's it, yeah. I thought it was just a, but just a bit of a different... Uh, yeah, just something orally different to, to listen to. Listen, to. listen to my beautiful voice instead of yours. Well, I, I freed myself from the chains that fired <laughs> me. So, from the shackles. So I'm back. But continue on. You're, you're yeah. doing a pretty good job. Yeah, so we're, um, we were speaking to each other last week thinking, what are we going to do for the next podcast? Because, you know, I'd picked one, you'd picked one the week, week previously, and we'd also done a, uh, a raffle. Well, f- firstly, can I just pick you up on your intro technique? Mm. Uh, what podcast are people listening to? Track by, I said track by track. Did you? Yeah. Oh, well, what's your name? I'm Campbell. And I'm Jack. Oh, yeah. There you go. Done. Oh, jo- joining me as always, Yeah. Jack there, Walker. There you go. And, you know, occasionally try to fill it with like a, a reference from the last week or something like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Maybe I can uh, work on it the next few weeks. Yeah, there you and go. And I'll get it down. Perfect. Now we're uh, yeah we were talking the last week about what's something we want to be different. We want to you know track by track we're always trying to reinvent ourselves, always trying to be like like artists ourselves and and create something ne- never, new. Never never satisfied of where we are at that That's given it. moment. That's it. We're we're constant professionals. Yes. And we're always striving for better. And I said, look, check. Let's do something. Let's go in, in a path that we haven't looked at before because we were trying to kind of diplomatically discuss an album to do. And I said, look. Let's do one. I'll, I'll pick out a year. Yeah, that's right. And you go to this particular artist's catalogue because we know that, that he, she, it has done a lot of albums. Mm. Uh, and and we'll pick out whatever album they did that year. That's it. And now, s- and so now, we we won't give away the artist yet. We'll get to that a little we bit. We do later. know. Actually, that you probably already know what the artist is anyway. You heard the intro. You know, you've seen the podcast title in the iTunes. <laughs> that's feed. it. Exactly right. So we are doing Willie Nelson's Phases and Stages. Yes, that's right. Um, which is an iconic Muscle Shoals. Album, which we'll get to a little bit later, for people who don't know who, what that is. But we did need to talk about the news of the week. Yeah, so most importantly, bit bit of news this week, and it's almost spooky, or it's just a bit morbidly ironic. The yeah, fact I- that ironic that we're doing a country album this week because this week we saw the loss of yet another incredibly talented musician, uh, that being Glenn Campbell, mm. who is a brilliant country mu- musician, uh, brilliant vocalist. Brilliant guitar player, which I th- always think is undersold Absolutely. when you think of Glenn Campbell. Absolutely, mm. for sure. It's my grandmother's favourite musician ever. Is that, is that right? That's it, Glenn Campbell, so she'll be uh, quite upset. Um, yeah, some great songs he's done, uh, and, yep. gr- and great performances as that. Wichita Lineman. That, Wichita Lineman, Rhinestone Cowboy, yep. uh, Gentle on My Mind. Yes, and we'll get to that a bit later, but go on. So, yeah, I'm just, I was just always impressed with his... Uh, he's kind of live shows. I, I just, you know, when someone passes like that, you, I go and I look at their, yeah, so do their I. live shows yeah, and see kind yeah. of trying to get an idea of what they were like. And I was just really impressed with kind of the the warmth between him and his audience. Yeah. As if it was one kind of symbiotic yeah. relationship going on. And uh, and as you say, the songs uh, match it mm. as well. But as you said, uh, you'd like to go back and have a look at some live performances. I actually did the same, mm. and I came across a, a few performances. One was actually him and his daughter playing dueling banjos. Okay, that's pretty cool. Is that it? Was it was brilliant. What's his daughter's name? Oh. Is she of note? Is she a musician? I, I, I don't know. I think he's got like a bit of a family band thing going, mm. so she was a part of that. But she absolutely tears it up on the banjo. Yeah, right. Let me tell you. But the other performance I looked up, and I, I was just going through a few, and one was in this sort of forum. Sort of, uh, environment. Yeah, right. And, you know, all these massive names in country music. So you've got uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah. Chet Atkins. Yep. Uh, Roy Clark, who was a pioneer of making country music, you know, popular. Yeah, he came up on my Spotify. You've listened to Willie Nelson. You oh, may yeah. also <laughs> like Roy Clark. So Perfect. I feel like I'm a little bit educated at this particular topic at the moment. Yeah. Uh, the other, another person that was there was someone called Willie Nelson. Mm. It was in the it was it was Some in that like, crowd. Yeah. Uh, this was probably about twenty years ago or so, and he does this performance of "Gentle on My Mind," which is a 
great song he did back in the 60s, I believe. It's become a bit of a kind of a um, classic now. Yes. You know, one of those classic cover songs. Yes. Almost like a, a standard. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to play that live performance in tribute of Glenn Campbell. And for those listening, uh, have a listen to when he does his guitar solo because it's, first of all, fantastic. But when he does it, you can hear the, con- you know, the round of applause from everyone in the audience and all those around him, which, as I said, including those pre- pretty notable names. Yeah. So have a listen to Gentle On My Mind and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Well, do it the way you did. Okay. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. Yeah. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stash behind your couch. And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds and ink stains that have dried upon some line. That keeps you in the back roads by the rivers of my memory. It keeps you ever gentle on my mind. And it's not clinging to the rocks and ivy planted on their columns now that binds me. Or something that somebody said because they thought we'd fit together walking. It's just knowing that the world will not be cursing or forgiving When I walk along some railroad track and find That you're moving on the back roads by the rivers of my memory And for hours you're just gentle on my mind I'll play one So there you go, that was Gentle On My Mind. He, he's just an absolute professional in the way he goes about things. Mm. So I think that performance highlights his musicality, his vocal ability, how he conveys emotion through it. I love when and he goes, you know, I'll take one here or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I'll, that, I'll take over here. Yeah. And that's almost, you know, that kind of that performer yes. within him as well. Yes, and of course, as we mentioned, his guitar playing, which... Mm. And that solo is just lightning at times. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, some of that stuff's on an acoustic, which, you know... It's a bit hard to get your way around yeah, sometimes. Thicker neck some and of, higher action. Some of, and all that, some of that. So just before we get into this album, Phases and Stages by Willie, Willie Nelson, we just wanted to say, uh, first of all, thank you for those who have jumped on board this week on Facebook. We've had a few new likes this week. I can. Uh, I may be able to let you know why. Oh, yeah? This is something I did uh, behind your back. Oh, no. I've recently entered the world of Instagram um, through the recommendation of my brother. Well, well hang on. This is... All breaking news this is, to this me. This is brand new. Because I'm thinking like, I'm on Facebook all the time and I'm, I'm not getting everything that I want from it. I want to look at kind of cool things. Right? Okay. And so I spoke to my brother. He's like, get on Instagram. You don't have to I, I hear that's the yeah. uh, the hip thing you, the kids are into these days. You don't have days. to do anything. You can just look at cool things. That, mm. you, know, you can follow. You get, you get to choose everything that, you know, things pop into your Facebook you don't really care about. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen with Instagram, which is great. And so I'm like, well, I better post something. Right? I better post at least something. Right. So I took uh, the track by track image. Oh. Popped it up on Instagram, and I said, uh, "Hello, Instagram! Check out 
you know, my podcast where we, you know, talk about albums track by track with my good friend, a couple of hashtags in there. And then those the people, hashtags are good. The hashtags yep. are good. And those people who are interested in podcasts, the people who are interested in music, the people interested in albums have kind of jumped on and I've just sent them a message saying, mate, here's the link to the, uh, to the iTunes and to the, uh, Facebook. Get on it, mate. Give, so, give it a bash. So a couple of, uh, a couple of people we don't know, which is good. Mm. A couple of, uh, New guys, I suppose, yep, new, yep. new recruits. So Good to have them on board. First off, welcome to the family. I reckon we can make a challenge out of this. Yeah. Get to 100 by the end of the year. I was thinking that because we approached 60, I think. I think we cracked 60, yeah. I think yeah, like on, yesterday, yeah. I think we were hit 60, which is great. Um, 100 by the end of the year, I think, can certainly be done with mm. a little bit more promotion and actually a little bit of help from our from our listeners. From our loyal listeners. So those who listen every week, thank you so much for downloading each podcast. And, you know, even if it's only you listen to about five minutes or so, that's great. Mm. Um, Shows up as a download and that contributes to our position on iTunes. But speaking of iTunes, if you have a spare couple of minutes, please be sure to rate and review on iTunes. Uh, It's just, you know, simple five-star rating or even a two-star rating. The the people who have uh, done it and now who are listening are like, yeah, I've done that. Move on. So very sorry about the people who have already rated and reviewed, but those who haven't, please get on to that ASAP. Yes, that would be great to see. Yep. And you, yeah, you can leave a worded review saying that, you know, what you like about the podcast. You know, you can go, oh, you guys are so cool. You know, yeah. I, want to, I want to be like you and I grow up. Yeah, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah and that's totally cool. Oh, honestly, you can just provide some honest feedback. If there's anything you think can be improved about the podcast, let us know because we're sort of... You know, flying fly by the seat of our pants here. Mm. We, d- we don't really know what's right or wrong. Mm. We're, we both like to listen to the odd podcast. Yep, you, 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 you said you listened to a North Melbourne podcast. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be too... Uh, I, won't, I, won't, I won't name any names. But I listened to, <laughs> yeah, a, a, a kind of a footy podcast, uh, you know, last night. And it was just... Uh, just to appreciate the art of the podcast, Jack, yeah. as far as the, the sound of it, the content, the kind of the banter between hosts, it's just lacking. And as a as a yeah. as a diamond so, so vital isn't as it? a diamond North Melbourne member, uh, paying paying member, I understand that uh, you know I'm I'm giving my all to the club, and I just feel it wasn't it's not an official podcast, but it's these blokes who call themselves North Melbourne fans, and I'm, I wasn't particularly impressed. See, it's it's funny that you say you subscribe to a North Melbourne podcast. I'm subscribed to about four or five Melbourne Demons podcasts, yeah, right. and all of them are you know pretty well done. Yeah, yeah. All, all of them have. Uh, good hosts with good banter, mm-hmm. uh, good humour. They get you know players on and ex-players, coaches. Mm, wow! So credit to those guys. They've done a fantastic job. They were sort of my leap into podcasting okay, when right. I started getting into it a bit last year. Right. They, you know, I just saw one pop up and I thought, oh yeah, I'll give I'll give that a bit of a listen. And yeah. before you know it, it's there's about three or four of them, and so I'm going I'm going between them all. And perhaps we should. Uh, um, it, it's easier to listen to on a win, though. Yeah. After a win. You and I have talked about in the past talking about the importance of AFL theme songs, mm. theme songs. Now perhaps this can seem uh, a bit far fetched, but we might be able to message one of these um, podcasts and say, look, let's let's do a, a joint podcast together, and we can all talk about. Footy, footy, and I mean, albums. That, that just that just came to me straight away. Just then, just talk about um, you know what what uh, kind of what theme songs, footy theme songs need to uh, or do for for players, yeah. and I think that'd be quite interesting. It, it make an interesting podcast, yeah. Like what songs are are good, you know? Yeah, uh, there are some songs that are better than others. Mm. Why are some songs that little bit lacking? Yeah, perhaps maybe we'll get onto that. We'll, 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 we'll get the. Uh, we we'll get the the, yeah, the marketing team at Track by Track to to talk to talk to them and get onto that. Yes. Uh, now. So moving on, we've got an album to do. We do. So as you mentioned before, we're doing a Willie Nelson album this week from mm. 1974, mm. Uh, which is interesting because last week Wings was 73. Yes. So next week will be 75, then 76. <laughs> yeah. All the way to current day. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's. Uh, I think it's because it was 73. I'm like, oh, let's just do 74. It was the closest date, or <laughs> second closest date, also to 1972. Well, I, I thought it was funny because we picked out 1974 and we thought, okay, we'll do whatever album comes up for Willie Nelson in that year. Yeah. And it just so happened to be this album, Phases and Stages. And as it turns out, it's ranked as one of his greatest albums. Yeah. Well, and do you know how many albums he has done? You told me before. Yeah. I can't quite remember. About 73. Yeah, he's 84 years old, isn't he? Yeah, he's quite old. Yeah, right. He's quite old. So, uh, without any further ado, we'll move on to the interview montage now. So, this is Willie Nelson, Phases and Stages. (laughs) 
I think being from Texas is a big plus if you're a songwriter because there's so many writers that I learned from starting out with writers like Floyd Tillman, Leon Payne. You know, it was a little town in Texas, Hillbrook, uh, KHBR, and uh, uh, they kind of let me do what I wanted to do. I could, uh, uh, had, we had our little band uh, on there on Saturdays, we'd play like 30 minutes or an hour, and, and I'd get to promote wherever we were playing that night and uh, what beer joint we were in that night. But it was a lot of fun. When you try to say the same things again now, it sounds too corny. But back then, it was original. And it was blue eyes crying in the rain, and it was your cheating heart, and, and it was those simple ideas that hit everybody. Alrighty, so Willie Nelson, so we're delving into a bit of country. Mm, and and we, t- we touched on it with the Yvette brothers. Yeah, they we, were a bit more folky. Yeah, but we haven't, we haven't they done certainly had the, proper those country, overtones. country, you know, slide guitars and banjos and yeah, this fiddles. Is, and, and this is when, uh, what you just said, the guitars and banjos were incredibly dominant in country music. This is original, old-fashioned country music. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you look at, uh, you go to the Wikipedia page and look up phrases and stages, it will say country, traditional country. Traditional country. In its, uh, is, there, is there a difference between country and traditional Oh, country? I don't know. I don't know. One's more traditional, I suppose. That's true. Um, so, so uh, do you have any uh, any interesting facts or trivia that uh, the, the listeners should know about? Well, before we get to the real trivia section of the... Mm-hmm. I feel like I've missed something. What have I missed? Uh, uh, you, you, ju- you were just giving me a weird look. Oh, no. I thought I was doing something wrong for no, a no, second. No, you're good. You're right. No, we're good. Um, now, Campbell, I rem- remember Willie Nelson, because I just wanted to start off by talking a bit about Willie Nelson. Yeah. And, Sure. Uh, our sort of experiences that we've shared with Willie Nelson yeah. over the years, no, right, uh, which have been very uh, formative. Yes, of course. Willie Nelson's been such a big part uh, of our lives. Big, big part of our lives, exactly. But he was uh, particularly a big part of our Year 12 English class yeah. for the Year 12 English students out there. So <laughs> we watched this film in, as part of our Year 12 class mm. called Wag the Dog, which is a, sort of like a political film. Uh, with like propaganda, it's got Dustin Hoffman, Robert De Niro, I think, and mm. a couple other famous faces. And as I said, yeah, they're doing all these things with propaganda, and they get someone to write a propaganda <laughs> they song. Do. And of course, it's Willie Nelson, but yeah. he's not playing himself. He's playing like another, you know, old folk singer from the mm. well, not folk country folk singer from the fifties and sixties. Yeah. So that was a good film. Well, I just still laugh it for all the uh, Year 12 English students out there. I thought I found that particularly Well, a- again, fun. we're a progressive podcast. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We, we can't just appeal to the Year 12 music students you gotta, out you got to be up and about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I saw that too. I, I actually kind of forgot about that. My my kind of interest with William Nelson started uh, with my dad, uh, kind of listening to Roy Orbison and all that kind of stuff, and then mm. Johnny Cash. It was just kind of another one of those things. It wasn't really a, a big... Uh, kind of big, yeah, it's those huge hits, um, you know, like um, on the road again, on the road again, and uh, Seven Spanish Angels with uh, with Ray Charles. That, that's probably that's probably my favorite song of his. But uh, yeah, so it's not really. Yeah, you know, I I listened to him just you know in preparation for this and a couple yeah. of his other albums, and it's beautiful music, but incredibly simplistic, but mm. well done. Mm. And I think that comes down to the. Uh, along with Willie Nelson, the producer, who we'll talk a little bit about later. Definitely. Uh, the other thing about Willie Nelson is that I love his guitar. Yes. It's that really old, uh, sort of like nylon string guitar, which he called Trigger. Mm. Why uh, do you call it Trigger? I don't know. Is it because he had that album called Shotgun Willie? Could be. Like Shotgun that'd, Trigger? That'd be a, a good fit. Yeah. But it's interesting because he was sort of looking for a Django Reinhardt sort of sound. Mm. So he went for this sort of guitar. And he's used the same guitar from the you know 1950s to now because he's still performing and recording albums now mm. and you know that it's this guitar it's seen a fair bit of action over the years it's yeah. all beat up there's this massive hole where the uh, end of the guitar is near the you know main acoustic hole mm. it's about it you know as old and decrepit as he is yeah. these days well it's interesting my my, probably my favorite uh, Willie Nelson story in that particular style uh, was when he was I think he turned about 70 on his 70th birthday he went to the doctors and he's like look, the doctor said look mate it's it's not great um, you know you're drinking you're smoking you're taking drugs you've got to just you've got to <laughs> cut it down he says I, I can I can stop drinking I can stop smoking but 
right, can't stop smoking marijuana. That's true. And so for he, this day... He, yeah, he, about, he likes a bit of the marijuana. Well, and yeah. he's a huge into, you know, uh, activism for legalization oh, yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But he's been this kind of face of it. And it's interesting <laughs> to hear the... You know, he's 84 years old and he's still kicking around. And it's, you know, it's... People complain about, you know, Keith Richards still being alive. Yeah, Willie Nelson is certainly... Willie, Willie Nelson. He's certainly in that category. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was funny. You know, he can make he can only go so far. Big Will. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on to some trivia. So this is interesting. The album was released in March 1974. Mm. I couldn't actually find a specific date. Right. Uh, which I, I don't know why. You know, it's just kept secret by the CIA or something. Yeah. Bit, don't don't want to. A bit wag the dog. <laughs> bit of government propaganda going on. So it was produced by Jerry Wexler. Now, does that name ring a bell to you? It rings a very large bell in yeah. my head. Um. It might ring a bell because he's the one who signed Led Zeppelin to Atlanta Records. He was indeed. A little band called Led Zeppelin. Mm. Because uh, he knew someone who knew Jimmy Page and his work in the Yardbirds and mm. led him on towards Led Zeppelin. And before you know it, Led, Ze- um, Led Zeppelin do Stairway to Heaven, which becomes the greatest classic rock song of all time. Yeah, and he uh, also was the vice president of Atlantic Records. Yep. Um, so just imagine rocking up to the studio and your producer is the vice president of the record company that you are making the album for. Not too bad. It's it's, yeah. it's less of a creative producer, more of a kind of commercial, how we're going to sell this, what's right for the record company. Yep. And it's interesting because, you know, Billy Nelson is a bit, uh, a bit of a free spirit, kind of does what he likes, but mm. obviously works really well with him. And, uh, yeah, so I think it's, he's done a really good job and we'll talk about the production as we go through the album. Mm. Um, what else have you got there on your... Well, just going back to Jerry Wexler, just a bit of a fact about him. So mm. he was part of a documentary many years ago and he was asked by the filmmaker, you know, several years before his death, because he's, he's very much dead now. Very dead. Very much not with us anymore. And the filmmaker asked what he wanted on his tombstone. And Wexler replied, two words, more bass. More bass. More bass. He didn't, did he? No, really? Yeah, that's what he said. I'm not sure if that's actually on his tombstone, but more would be, bass. Would be surprised if it was. Well, that's interesting because <laughs> that's really interesting because the people that he's worked with have all had really iconic bass players. Yeah. And really beautiful bass sounds. Some of those albums that I was looking at last night, um, just to get a little bit more of an idea of his production. Mm. Um, so it's quite interesting. I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah. You always find these really interesting things. I don't find on you quite good on the. My girlfriend quite, always, quite good on the Wikipedia. Yeah, my girlfriend always finds me really funny because I'm not very good at googling things. <laughs> like we're going on a holiday soon, and I, I haven't been able to. Well, I'm we're, look, we're going to have to talk about your holiday because that's going to cut into our theme month in it September. It will, and I do apologise. And I was looking for you know hotels and stuff, and she's like, "You're just not very good at it. Like I'm not good <laughs> at finding." So it's interesting that you know you're a lot better than I am at finding information on on. Google because I'm not the only one that, that it struggles with. So all right, so phases and stages. Now, by that I mean the actual single was actually released in 1972. Mm. Uh, now, Shotgun Willie, which was the uh, predecessor to Phases and Stages, the album was released in 1973. So you had Phases and Stages, a song in 72. Shotgun Willie in 73, and then now this album in 74. It's interesting to see Phases and Stages making a comeback because we'll have to talk about that Did later in the album. Dare I say it made a reprise. Yeah, exactly right. It's interesting to see it reprise a few years later. So when he went into the studio to record the album, he recorded all the songs in two days Mm -hmm. uh, with a few musicians. I've got a few names here. Fred Carter Jr., David Hood, Barry Beckett. All of these guys are legendary country session uh, musicians. The Muscle Shoals Band. That's it. Is that right? Muscle Shoals... uh, um, sound studio okay. was the studio in I think it was Texas I'm probably wrong um, where they I think they did 175 records in wow. 10 years this band so you'd come in you'd have all your songs you'd have lead sheets and chord sheets you'd give yep. them out to the band and they'd they'd do it um, and that's why Jerry Wexler picked them because he knew that they were so good so there's a documentary yeah. called Muscle Shoals and it's about this particular mm. group so um, it's sort of like Phil Spector and his exactly uh, right, band that exactly he has. the same yeah. thing. Yeah, um, you know, you just bring them in, they do their thing, they leave, mm. they get their fifteen dollars, whatever mm. they did, and you never see them again. But it's um, incredible, um, the band, and we'll talk about the, the the music, not necessarily just Willie's part, but the, the little bits in between there as well. So we've covered the band, we've covered Jerry. Yep. the The last thing I had was so this is a concept album. It is, which is. 
Very, very interesting because you're a big, you're a big fan of concept albums. Oh, I love, I love concept albums. Yeah. I love songs that you know relate to each other so through you funny. Know, lyrics, mm. musical themes, instrumentation. That's just stuff. Just yeah, it was. I, I love that stuff. It was funny that we, out of all the albums we could do, we picked a concept album, especially because your mm-hmm. your love of them, um, especially when we when we did uh, the Alice Cooper album, which That's was right. the first concept album we did. Um, a few more up my sleeve. As yeah, well. I'm sure you do. So yeah, I found that kind of humorous as well. The fact that uh, it's yet another another funny thing that uh, works so well yep. into our uh, into our podcast. So the album is based around the uh, based around a divorce. Mm. And it's really interesting because side one of the album tells the woman's perspective. Yes. And then side two uh, goes to the man's perspective. Yeah. Which is really interesting. It's a really inventive way of doing it. Yeah. And I think there's a huge um, energy shift. Yeah, without without a doubt. Which we'll talk about Uh, a little bit Lyrically and And musically. musically, Certainly. Uh, And then, as we said, phases and stages is repeated throughout the album, uh, introducing several other songs. As well, um, mm. so you know that re- that little reply, reprise joke we made earlier was because yes. of, of how prominent and we'll, that that thing phases and stages is throughout this album. And we'll point that out as we go. So I think we'll move on to the first song of, of the album, which opens with phases and stages, but this song's called "Washing Dishes." Never complaining. Except of red stains on the collar Ironing and crying Crying and ironing Caring for someone who don't care Anymore So that's a great opener It sounds um, really good, doesn't it? It sounds great, yeah, yeah. I uh, said so it kind of, it's a bit corny, but it invites the listener in mm. from the first note. And that yep. beautiful vocals. Um, we're having a coffee just before and you are saying that, you know, Willie Nelson isn't really known for his vocal work, but, but on he, this album... But he, he holds his own here, he doesn't definitely he? definitely doesn't, yeah. He, um, he uses what he has really, really well. Yeah. 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 It's got a great kind of groove to the way he sings as well. Yeah. And I can't really explain that in any other way. Um, mm. Although I think the best thing about this opener is it's short and sweet. Yeah, it works really nice. It, it nicely. It establishes that main theme of the album, which is the phases and stages theme, which I'll actually just play now. Phases and stages, circles and cycles, and scenes that we've all seen before. Let me tell you some more. So, as we mentioned before, that's repeated about three or four times yeah. as the album. Uh, progresses and then it goes into that washing the dishes part which I played in the uh, just the part before but yeah it, it sounds great I love the sound of his guitar uh, there's a lot of you know reverb on his voice mm. uh, it sounds like he's singing in this big empty oh. big empty room a church or something yeah, yeah. and it uh, w- you wouldn't be surprised if he actually was yeah uh, considering you know the people he had working with him around the time yeah for sure the expertise they had uh, I reckon this song builds up really nicely. Mm-hmm. You had the uh, introduction of what the dobro, mm-hmm. and then you had some sh- strings. Just explain to those at home who may not know what a dobro is, Jack, if you don't mind. So that's the typical country. <coughs> it sort of defines the country sound, doesn't mm. it? It's mostly, I think it's mostly like a resonator sort of guitar. Mm. If you don't know what that is, have a look because it's this really cool acoustic style guitar. Um, and essentially, it's played with a slide. It's all, it's all like a lap guitar sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you actually even see it on a, on a little table. Yes. And they sit underneath it, like, play it on there, which is a really interesting guitar. So mm. if you just pause the podcast and go and Google it and have a look at what it is, it's yep. really, we'll, really we'll, cool. We'll wait five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's a concept album, and it's the first song of the concept album, so what does it mean? So... This, uh, so as we mentioned before, the side one's told from the woman's perspective. So it's her, uh, she's tired of caring for her unfaithful husband, really putting an emphasis on the, her domestic chores, uh, thus the name, washing the dishes. Mm. You know, you hear her talk about, you know, not complaining about doing the laundry and whatnot, yeah. except for the red stains on the collar of the shirt. Ah, yeah. So good, good lyrics there. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so that just about wraps that up, and we'll we'll keep uh, going through the themes of the songs as we go through them. But really good start. Hmm. Fantastic. Hmm. Next song, which uh, also starts with that reprise. Of, there uh, is no gap in between these two songs. No, as well. it, no, that's the thing. It's a, such a smooth transition. So the next song is called Walkin'. Walkin' is better than running away. And crawling ain't no good. And if guilt is the question. So what a great uh, kind of continuation, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's a similar theme, but there's kind of more band participation, I suppose. Yeah, more so instrumentation. Yeah, we hear some lead breaks in this song. First yep. and foremost, the after the phases and stages reprise, we we have a really nice sounding solo section with the guitar and then the violin. So mm. I'll play a bit of that now. I actually thought that guitar sounds a bit like a banjo. Yeah, I... I can't quite pick it, though. Yeah, I can see that. I think it might just be all, like, maybe a resonator or a steel string or something. Mm. It just, um, it just doesn't really seem to have that kind of body that a banjo has. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but, you know, the, the Dobro, with those big slides, um, he's really given that iconic sound. So the instrumentation yeah, again, yep. already is perfect. Um, the vocals haven't changed. They found something that works with that big... Um, Big reverb, so. Yep. Uh, in the case of the vocals, is actually because as we mentioned, this is told from the wife's uh, perspective. Mm. It's sort of strange to hear that sung by this deep, gravelly country voice. Yeah, you know, it's not like the June and Johnny Cash, mm. June Carter and Johnny Cash. It's all Willie, I suppose. But, um, I mean, the lyrics are great. I think this song is is kind of her considering just keeping going, going through it. Actually, it's the complete opposite. Is it? Yeah. So it's. Uh, I've, I have. Uh, after consideration, she leaves her husband at night, saying, "Walking is better than running away, and crawling ain't no good at that's all." That's what. That's what I thought. I thought it was like running away, walking, like walking through well, it, like going. Well, on. By, I think by walking away, she's really, you know, strong by doing that. You know, she's not running away as if she's like scared of it or I see. anything like that. See, or, I got you it. know, crawling away, like you know, as she's if, if, as if she's struggling. She's walking confidently. away she, confidently away from the relationship. I see, see, I didn't get that. Mm. Well, I kind of got it. There a, you go. Right, I thought that kind of happened a bit later on in the album, but there you go. See, even yeah, it happens this early on. I've I've listened to this a couple of times, and even I'm still learning things. That's why it's good to listen to a podcast about albums. That's it. You pick things up like that. Yep. So we'll move on to song three now. So which this is, is which is not a uh, phase and stages song. No, thank goodness. It's coming back though. Don't worry. Oh yeah, don't worry. It comes back very soon. So this is called "Pretend I Never Happened," which is quite a somber sort of. Yeah, even by the title. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty sad theme. So here it is. Just pretend I never happened. And erase me from your mind. You will not want to remember. Any love is cold fine. What a tune. What a track. What a brilliant that's, song. That's, that's a great song. That is such a brilliant song. Uh, straight away, as in that section we just played, the use of the stopping, starting, yeah. syncopated thing with yeah. the vocals, that is brilliant. Yeah, that's just that great That is band. absolutely brilliant. It's great band kind of stuff, isn't it? Yep. Uh, I've, my first note is a truly underappreciated lyricist. Yeah. Um, some great, great lyrics going on. As you said, those stomp, those stops and accents are fantastic. Yeah. Um, the the, the, the Dobro guitar is giving me this really kind of beachy, kind of Copacabana feel about it. Like it's less, <laughs> less country, a bit more kind of Hawaiian beachy. I think it's really interesting kind of characteristic in the song. Um, and it's it's got a real energy. It really does, song, yeah. yeah. Um, that hasn't been in the thing previously. So yeah, perhaps so... she's 
moving on, going. Don't yeah, worry about he, it. Here's a here's a good little game we can play. You can try and guess what's happening yeah. in the song because you actually because I know. have I have all the details. Yeah. So this yeah. is this is her uh, trying to move on, saying don't worry about it. I'm just gonna have a bit of a good time. You know what? You're pretty close. Okay. This, she's already accepted that. She's trying to advise the husband to forget her and continue on with his life. I see. So she's, so so she's, you're, you're, she's a good egg. So she's a yeah, good she, egg. Yeah, she's a very good sport about the whole thing. Right. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, straight away. So firstly, you hear that, you know, really fast strumming intro. Yes. That, you know, uh, finger-picking intro, which has like a mandolin. Mm. It's probably like a layer of like three different stringed instruments in that. So yeah. I'll, I'll play that now. But look, this is just a fantastic song. Yeah. I, I mean, I listened to this last night for the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, this is a good song." But just listening to you're it having, again you're now, boogie and you're jumping around and having a good really, time. It's really, really fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And there's another great solo section in this song. Uh, I think that's Willie Nelson playing. Yeah, I think so. Because it's, it's it's that nylon string thing. Yeah. So we were saying how Glenn Campbell is a bit of an unappreciated mm. guitar player. Willie Nelson's sort of in that same vein. Certainly. You know, the more singer-songwriter sort of guy is like, oh, he doesn't have these, you know, real crazy mm. lead breaks, but there's some re- really nice leads in this song. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's the third track of the album. Here's the uh, fourth song, and almost fifth song, because this song's sort of like two songs combined into one. Again, yeah. It's so this is called, uh, the first part of this is called Sisters Coming Home. And then the second part of that is called Down at the Corner Beer Joint. So here it is. My sister's coming home. Mama's gonna let her sleep the whole day long. Well, the whole day long. My sister's coming home. Mama's gonna let her sleep the whole day long. It's a bit of a, a bit of a two in one deal, a bit of a combo. Combo special from Willie. Yeah, so from Willie. this is interesting. So the section I just played was from Sisters Coming Home. Yeah. So we'll talk about that first. Just another fairly straightforward country song, but it just has a certain charm to it. Yeah, I said, my first note was, great to hear a bit of fiddle that isn't annoying. That's true. It was, it's, it's, it's such a cliche in country music, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's, it's, it sounded beautiful. Yeah, it sounded, it's um, really good here. Kind of the right, kind of right, not measure, um, like an area of where you play. Area of the you know, fiddle, you, fiddle neck. You, know, you play up and play down. Yeah, it's just kind of that right, um, kind of warm sound yeah. um, that you well, get from playing down the fiddle well, rather than up. Play a bit of it now. Beautiful. Yeah. So. That's pretty much Sisters Coming Home, nice and simple. So next we move on to Down at the Corner Beer Joint. Before we go on, yes. I have to try and guess what this, song's, this part's about. Well, they're, they're so, both are sort of connected, so you can... So this bit uh, this is how I see it, right? Okay. So she's moved in with her mum, right? And this is a song from her sister's point of view, saying like mum's going to let her do it if she wants. Pretty spot on. So this is told from the perspective of her younger sister. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, describes the woman moving back home, sleeping late in yeah. the morning. Yeah. Um, and I'll move on to the second part of the song after this. So I'll play a bit of Down at the Corner Beer Joint All now. Right, let's get into it. Down at the corner beer joint, dancing to the rock and roll. Sister likes to do it, Lord. Sister likes to move her soul. Sort of very similar feel, mm. but uh, do you sort of have a rough idea of what this part's about? So they go out there down to the pub, pretty much. They go down to the pub and uh, or the corner beer joint, as the they call it, back, back in 1974, and had a drink and just tried to forget about things. And you know, that this, kind is, of stuff? this is sort of her overcoming her grief, yeah, right. So she's starting to begin a bit of a social life. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some lyrics there, dancing on the hardwood floor, her jeans fit a little bit tighter than they did before. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, she she's showing that ass off a little bit. Yeah, right, know? a bit of, yeah. bit of age. The tighter, tighter jeans. Yeah, and with this song, some real classic uh, honky-tonk. Yeah, as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That guitar and... Definitely. Um, yeah, so it's a great song, very similar to the, you know, it's kind of a two-in-one, as I said, but mm. um, it's interesting to get the, the narrative. 
and Willie's really likes to tell a story, I think, as well. So yeah, um, seems that way. So the next song is "I'm Falling in Love." How will I know I'm falling in love again? All right, we'll move on to it. a really good change of pace. It album. is. Yeah, it is. I think it's nice to hear a bit of piano. Yep, so straight away you have that piano and string introduction, which mm. I'll, I'll, I'll play a bit of that now. So we haven't heard much piano. So far, yeah, like that anyway. The real sentimentals, yeah, for sure. I mean, this song I don't know wasn't really my favorite. Um, mm. I mean, it was slower, I suppose, but it wasn't. I don't think it was quite descriptive enough in the lyrics um, as part of the concept, especially because okay. it's that last song. Yeah, okay, yeah. So this is the last song of side one. Mm. So this is the last song that's told from her perspective. Yeah. So I, I, I suppose it could have been a little bit more descriptive in the storytelling of the lyrics to. to Give the listener a bit more information. Okay. Well, I suppose. Do, do you have anything for me? Not really. It's nice. It's good. It's a nice song. Okay. So, in regards to meaning, I'm. I'm oh, all oh, right. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe she's uh, doesn't know if she's going to be able to do it all again. Maybe. It's pretty close. So this song, uh, the woman is is essentially falling in love again. But see, I didn't else. get that from the song. Well, there you go. See, that's what that's what I mean. Like, I thought it was like. She's pondering if it's ever going to work again. All right. Whereas I think if she, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. But I see that. But what uh, the you know sort of kicker is is that she's reluctant to admit it mm. because she fears that the same thing's going to happen uh, that happened with her last husband. Yeah, I see. Mm. So sort of that. Therefore, there's that. How will I know if I'm falling in love again? If it's yeah. the real deal. That's it. Mm. Um. Yeah. I didn't really have too much to say about this song. Probably. Uh, if I had to pick a least favourite so far, this would probably be there. But you can't really take these sort of songs off concept albums. No, it's a little bit thing. more yeah. difficult. I wouldn't take it off, though. It certainly yeah. plays its role quite nicely, different yeah. tones and, and all that. So so this being a um, you know a real vinyl album, mm. you, know, you really have to flip it, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, we're doing that now at track six. We see there's a uh, kind of a, a tempo increase and an energy increase in this next song. Oh, so without a doubt. Let's uh, get into it. Bloody Monday morning. Merry morning. Merry morning. Well, it's a bloody merry morning, baby. Left me without warning sometime in the night. So I'm flying down to Houston with forgetting her the nature of my flight. Yeah, so this... Uh and that that increase in tempo and straight away is crazy. Straight away that uh, banjo intro. Mm. So we've heard the banjo a little bit on this album so far. Not but as much this as I is, thought. This is a, the real bang. Here's the banjo, and it's fitting that it uh, comes in the first song that's told from the male's perspective. Yes. So we'll play that intro now. So. In regards to song meaning, have you have you got anything for me? I have. I did see an interview about what inspired this song, not necessarily what this song is about. So when he inspired, inspired this song, is really Nelson sitting with his kids, and he was inspired. He was he wanted to be a better husband, a better father. Okay. But I don't know if that have the, any to do with the song. No, but, nothing. Okay, right. Um, but it's still interesting to hear where the song came from. Yeah. Well, yeah. so what's so what's this about? Because I know I know. Well, for, first of all, he's on. I know he's on a plane. He's flying out somewhere. Uh, the the Bloody Mary is a classic cocktail. Yes. Um, you, you have made a few Bloody Marys I've made in your time. In my time. Uh, also, can generally can be considered. You're allowed to drink it in the morning. Yes. Uh, out of all the cocktails, it's yes. got tomato juice and celery, and it's it's a bit of a juice. It's got a bit of Tabasco sauce, Worcestershire sauce. It's so it's it's uh, it's not it doesn't taste super alcoholic. So some people mm. do drink them in the morning. Um, 
So yeah. So but why why is it a bloody merry morning? Uh, there's no real. I don't think there's any real re- relevance to why you said drinks... t- tea coffee or something a little stronger when he's on the plane. The uh, air hostess was saying that. Yeah, so maybe might be a bit of a double meaning behind that. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> coffee, tea, or me, that sort of thing. Yeah, perhaps. Um, so the in this case, uh, so the male, male narrator is ordering drinks on a flight from Los Angeles. Angeles, uh, Angeles, California, to... Did you pick out where he's going? Houston. Houston, well done. This is his hometown, actually. Yep, so this is right after his wife has unexpected, unexpectedly uh, left him. Mm. And there's a great lyric in this, uh, with the smog and haze reminding me of how I feel. Yeah, right. So obviously this has affected him quite a bit. Yeah, he's not happy. Mm. Not a happy man. Not, not a happy chappy. Does his wife, maybe that's where the sister and the, and the mother live in Houston? Uh, don't know. Maybe he's going to track her down. Oh, well, well, why else <laughs> hunt, would he... Hunt, hunt, hunt her down. Yeah, why else would he fly to Houston? Business? I know he might be part of like a really big advertising firm or something and he's on business. Perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Might be about to go into a stressful meeting and he thought, you know, I feel like a Bloody Mary right now. Good on you. Yeah, I skip, skip the coffee tea and we'll go straight for the Bloody Mary. Uh, One of the better songs, isn't it? Brilliant. Brilliant. I, straight away, that solo section... Mm. Absolutely fantastic. Because you've got three different solos in that. <laughs> you do, yeah. You've got the acoustic guitar, mm. you've got the electric guitar, and then you've got the piano. Mm. And it provides some great variation. It's packed full of energy. Yeah. So I'll play a bit of it now. So, fanta- another fantastic song. This is certainly up there with uh, Pretend I Never Happened. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. Mm. Yes, mm. yes, yes, it is. I, I agree. I concur. <laughs> I agree. So, yes, uh, but do you concur? Have you seen that? From, uh, catch Me If You catch Can. Catch Yeah, brilliant oh, film. Man, I should have said I concurred. <laughs> That's a brilliant film. So, well, there you go. We'll start a movie review podcast. Yeah, we should, as, as well, well as our footy podcast from last week. Frame by Frame with frame. Campbell and Jack. <laughs> That could be about. I, I think I made that joke before in like one of the really early podcasts. Yeah, maybe. But maybe one of the diehead fans can remind us which one it was. Mm, there you go. Because I ain't listening to all of them again. <laughs> so the next all twenty song, of them. Yeah. So uh, if anyone doesn't know, this is our twentieth podcast. Yes. Uh, no, re- no real reason for a milestone other than that's divisible by ten, and ten's a, a nice round number. Yeah, it's a, it's a round number. You know, it's going to be when we get to the twenty-five, fifty. The quarter centuries, you yeah, know? raise the, the bat, half, the half century. Of, yeah. What I'll do for the fiftieth podcast, if you know, go off a bit, if we don't, if we get there, mm. uh, touch wood, I'll compile a little uh, montage of cricket commentators say, "There's his fifty, ladies and gentlemen." <laughs> also, it'd be good to see if there's a, like you can mash up the best bits. Yeah, make yeah. a compilation of yeah. the uh, quote unquote best bits. That'd be good, actually. Yeah, because I, I like to think we've had our moments. Yeah, we've had some funny, over the journey, funny times. Yeah. Anyway, so. We're yep. talking about no, ourselves no, you, again. Yeah, yeah, you go. Uh, next song. Yeah, next song we we, we come back to phases, uh, phases and stages. At long last. Oh, I was long, starting yeah. to get uh, you know a little bored that it wasn't showing up too much. Exactly right. So we've got um, phases and stages. No love around. Phases and stages reprise at the beginning there. A little bit more gravelly, a little bit more manly, perhaps. Yeah, ma- you said maybe a little more bluesy. Yeah, a little bit more blues in there. Bluesy. No love around. What's going on? Now, you said uh, you didn't really have many notes for this. I didn't really have many notes either. Yeah, just a bit not, of a... Not saying it's bad or anything, no. but uh, th- I just didn't really find anything of note worth talking about. It just fits in, continues the continues the the narrative, I suppose. Yep. What's, so, what's uh, Willie doing? Did you... No, no idea about this one. No, no idea. So is he lonely because there's no love around? No, no. It's oh. uh, so he wakes up at sunrise after I quote here another night of boozing. Mm. I came home last Saturday morning. I ca- I come home and found you gone. So bit of a drinking problem, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. No, I don't know if that's really a 
a uh, result of before or after uh, when his wife left him. Mm. But uh, I'm sure that her leaving him probably didn't help it in the first place. No. So there you go. Uh, yeah, it's it's fine. It, look, it's it's a fine song. I just, yeah didn't really have too much to uh, say about it in regards to musical critique. Yeah. Yeah. Next song. Sure. I still can't believe you're gone. And all I can hear myself saying is I still can't believe you're gone. Yeah, it's it's alright. Bit boring. Yeah. A little bit. It's uh, it's funny. The slower songs are that little bit boring. Mm. Like, I, I usually like this sort of change of pace. And again, not that they're bad songs, but it's just a bit of a, a bit of a come down. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a bit obvious as well in this album. Yeah. Like a bit of an obvious go-to. Yeah, yeah. And I can't believe she's gone. Wait, wait, wait. Like, <laughs> obviously. Um, although the next song, I reckon, could have been kind of in its place. You know, it, it, kind okay. of, it says the same kind of thing. Mm. Um, so I think it's just kind so, of... Okay. Well, it's interesting because with the next song, which I'll get to later, I think that song could be expanded. Yeah, so uh, perhaps a, a, a merge between the two. So, yeah, you know, that was kind of not a letdown, but maybe just a little bit slower and okay, know, not, not our style. Uh, I think there's some really good use of strings in this song. There are. Um, you know, it sounds like a, a movie soundtrack yes. or something. You, you take out all the, you know, Willie Nelson, all the dobro guitar banjo and all that and just leave the strings in mm. and it would sound like a movie soundtrack yeah uh there's a nice bridge in this song some really nice chord changes towards the end so i'll play that now but i'm still living i don't like it but i'll take it till i'm strong And in regards to song meaning, do you have anything uh, for, for me? It's, it's sort of a bit it's obvious. A bit obvious, this one. Yeah, it's kind of contemplation, I suppose. Of yeah. I oh, know she's gone. Yeah. That's what it. is what is my life now? Yeah. Essentially. Mm. Yeah, so you would have been pretty much on the money there. Oh, there you go. I, again, I don't have too much to say about that. Uh, first half was probably a little bit better, hmm. the first half of the album, but there's still a few songs left. Again, it's not bad. Yes. It's not bad. But you need a bit of something up up tempo now, like a Bloody Mary morning. Hmm. Well, let's go on to track nine. It's not supposed to be that way. It's not supposed to be that way. You're supposed to know that I love you. But it don't matter anyway. If I can't be there to console you. Another pretty solid tune. Yeah, I can see a, a kind of a, a mixed composition of those last two songs telling the same kind of story. Maybe yeah. even a longer track. Yeah. Maybe make it, you know, a five minute song. I'm putting the two songs in together, saying, you know, it's not supposed to be that way, and can't believe she's gone, and what am I doing, blah, it, blah, it, blah. Yeah, blah. It's, it's sort of a bit samey, and that could easily be put together in a bit of a longer song. But it actually it works going with the, with the, with the next song. Like mm. those two would really. Help yeah. that next song. It's actually this next song uh, coming up after this Heaven and Hell that I thought could have been expanded a little bit more. Yeah. But I see what you mean with uh, this song and the previous one. Mm. Um, I said the strings are great. Yeah, um, again, you've got that film soundtrack sort of thing again that yep. we brought up in the last one. Mm. You've got his voice, his voice, I think, is more prominent in this one than it was in the last one. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. It's a bit more emotive. And I think that uh, sort of reflects the meaning of the song. Right. So, did you have anything for me? Um, yeah. Okay. No, no idea. No idea? Yeah. Okay, so uh, he's sort of reflecting on his inability to accept the situation and his grief, mm. but in a very self-centered way. Yeah, because he's a bit of a dick, isn't he? Yeah, he is a bit of a dick. So... You know, his wife's doing all the chores and all yeah. that, and he's not really batting an eyelid. It's hard to, um, it's hard to feel sorry for the guy. Yeah, I know, yet... Because and because the wife seems like such a, just a cool chick. Yeah, she's out having a good time, moving on, Drink, like, drinking beers with the boys. Yeah, she just sounds like a like a top lass. You yeah, know? and I'm just not I'm not on any side to be no. honest. No. So, 
Uh, there's a moment in the song that I really, really like. We've talked a bit about the lead breaks in this yes. album so far. There's the one with the dobro, which we haven't heard done like, like this before in a solo section. And uh, I'll play it now, but, you know, it almost sounds a little bit eerie. Mm. Uh, so I'll play that now. Real vibrato of the slide. Mm. It's really showing a, yeah, just a, just just sounds that little little bit off. Yeah. If you know what I mean. But it's you know deliberately done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you have anything else to add? No, apart from you know, put those together and then I like it. You know, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yep. But uh, next song is Heaven and Hell. Let's do it. Well, sometimes it's heaven and sometimes it's hell. And sometimes I don't even know. Sometimes I take it as far as I can And sometimes I don't even go My front tracks are bound for a cold water well And my back tracks are covered with snow And sometimes it's heaven and sometimes it's hell Sometimes I don't even know I really like that. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit of a, a, a jump in excitement and tempo and even volume so yes you know what sort of vibe i get from that what? reminds me of those songs randy newman would write for the pixar films oh like yeah you got a friend in me and all yeah, that. yeah so yeah. the music reminds me a little bit of that some yeah, of the yeah. chord changes yeah. yeah there's not too much to say about this song it's two minutes mm-hmm. i think it could be extended a little bit more do you yeah. yeah look it's fine the way it is but I think it's one of, the, musically, I think it's one of the better songs on the album. Yep. And uh, I would like to hear more of it. Yeah, it's um, it's bright, isn't it? It's yeah. a real bright kind of song. Yeah. And you can tell that, you know, from the, it's kind of about the the way that relationships are. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah, kind of, sometimes it's heaven, sometimes it's hell. Is that kind sometimes of I don't even know, is the lyric. Is that kind of what it's about? Pretty much. That's what it sounds like. It's cool, though, isn't it? So what, what, what would you do? You, know, you were saying just before about... You'd make it longer. Would you just elongate it or would you change? It's, it's funny because now that I think of it, there's a lot packed into the two minutes mm. and I can't really see any of that repeated. You know, there's mm. a nice solo section, uh, the, you know, the main verse chorus things repeated a few times. Yeah. Uh, maybe it sounds a bit cliche, but a bridge somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, with those last two songs, you could kind of make them go longer and maybe, um, Kind of continue on from track nine, track ten, like we've seen earlier in the album. Yeah, that's right. And then right. just hit that um, mm. full of energy there as well. That would sound good to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. No, just saying. Yeah, it's a good, um, good tune. One of the you know ones you kind of take your foot to. Yeah, it's it's a much needed step up in pace. Yeah, isn't sure. it? After sure. a two or three fairly slowish songs in a row. Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of picking up the tempo, hmm. uh, here is the final song from the album, uh, which starts with that phases and stages reprise again, mm-hmm. and the song itself, Pick Up the Tempo. So pick up the tempo just a little and take it on home. The singer ain't singing and the drummer's been dragging too long. So just leave time alone And pick up the tempo just a little And take it on home Strong finish. Oh, what what a finish. What a finish. What a finish. Is that from something? Yeah, it's the end of a Rugby World Cup when Johnny Wilkinson kicked the, uh, the conversion to win the game. And it was a finish that warranted... Yeah. What a finish. What a finish. Like, oh, anyway, um, this is awesome. Um, yep. A song about the passing of time, I suppose. Time heals everything. Let time go kind of thing going on here. Is that your guess of... That's my final answer. What do you think happens at the end? Do they, you know, rekindle their relationship? No. no. Uh, yeah, Not you're, at all. You're, you're, on the, you're on the dot there. Yeah. yeah. So the man accepts that he can't change who he is. Yes. 
and he accepts he, 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 he accepts who he is yeah. and the consequences that come with it, which is a bit of a dark end to the album. Yeah. There's no real, you know, proper resolution, but I, I like that because clearly the relationship was flawed from the beginning. It was never going to work. It was never going to work. Yeah. The wife is, who's the wife who's, the, you know, you like the wife. Uh, she's having a good time now, yeah. you know, she's social he, life at the, uh, at, me- the, at the pub and he, he messed it up and he's got to deal with yep. that. But I think he's, you know, it's kind of a bittersweet song cause it kind of talks about the, you know, that's the way it is. I think at that key change, there's a beautiful key change in the song, oh, which yeah. we should just play. If you play a few yeah, bars, yeah, a few bars after. Yeah. Well, I'm wild and I'm mean, I'm creating the scene, I'm going crazy. Well, I'm good and I'm bad And I'm happy and I'm sad And I'm lazy I'm quiet and I'm loud And I'm gathering a crowd And I like gravy I'm about half off the wall But I learned it all in the Navy I think after that There's, you know, I can't remember the line exactly But I think that may, that might be the point of realization, where it's like you know, well, yeah, that's the, the breakthrough moment yeah, where it really ha- clicks. Yeah, that's happening now, yeah. and yeah, I got to try and move on. That's a, that's a really good use of music, then. Yeah, musicality. Um, the greatest part of this song, of course, is that fade out at the end. Yeah, this is where it just brilliant. Talks about so, the it goes back to the to the uh, the phase and stages bit, but the last thing he says is "Let me tell you some more," mm. and that's the last thing you hear. And about it sort this. of fades out. Yeah. so we'll play that as well. And take it all home. Phases and stages, circles and cycles, scenes that we've all seen before. Let me tell you some more. Sort of ends where it began. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's it gives me the the impression that it's like the it's the ongoing mm. circle of life. You know, let me tell you some more. There's, there's going to be something else in the future. Blah blah blah. There's so, a sequel. Yeah, perhaps. Um, so great, great, great album, great finish. Yeah. The other thing as well with this song, first real incorporation of backing vocals. I know, I saw that. Yeah, and I it really took me off guard. Yeah. But it really, really uh, works with the song. I think it could have. Um, I could have seen some more of that now. Yep, definitely. Um, in, definitely. in retrospect, especially on the first half of the album. But yeah, must have thought it warranted it. There yeah, you go. it was great. All right, album done. So, Campbell, we have done the album. We mm. have gone through every song track by track. Uh, every song track by track. Every, the whole album track by track, yes. I should say. Discussed everything. So, firstly, in regards to a revised track order, mm-hmm. it's a bit complicated with an album like this, you yeah. know, where it's all based around a concept and every song adds something new. But... Uh, the songs, I still can't believe you're gone, and it's not supposed to be that way. They're a little bit samey, mm. and they could be, as you said, either combined together into the one song or have something similar to sis- Sisters Coming Home and Down at the Corner Beer Joint, where mm. it uh, cuts halfway through into the yeah. second song. I think uh, perhaps it even could have been a bit longer. Mm. That you know, They could have um, explored that a little bit longer. <sighs> I mean, I would have loved, just thinking now, I would have loved to hear some dialogue. That's what I would have yeah, loved to hear in this album. Yeah. I'd love to hear some, some talking between that, a man and a woman. That would, yeah, that would be really good. That's just kind of my creative, you know, what I, what could I add to it kind mm. of thing coming on. But I reckon that would have been really cool. I like it. Um, and we said with Heaven and Hell, mm. could kind of be attached onto that song as well. Yeah. So have it's a so, kind so of like the big finale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then finish with that, that beautiful closer mm. as well. So. All right. So... There we go. And favorite song? You got a favorite song? Bloody Merry Morning. Yeah, that that's brilliant. That's great. Pretend I never happened. Pretend I never happened. It's those, I think, uh, it's those up-tempo ones. Yeah, I think we agreed on a lot of them, and even the um, even phases and stages, like the, the, the very last mm. one, phases and stages. What is it? The change of change of tempo. What's it called? Uh, pick up the tempo. Pick up the tempo. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool as well. Great. I loved it. Yeah, brilliant. I loved it. I loved it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, same. I. I I, I was really excited coming into this one. I really, I'm always really excited about the ones where neither of us really have any idea of what it's going to be like. Mm, yeah, and, and that's why you know people should write in um, suggestions to do because it gives us that you know if we're mm. trying to think of something, you go, all right, well let's just do the let's just do the um, 
the recommendation. Yeah. Just, you know, throw us yeah, in if, we, if we're struggling one week. Hmm. But uh, just moving on now, speaking of future podcasts, so Campbell, in two weeks' time, the new Queens of the Stone Age album is going to be released. It is. Villains. So you might remember we did a song discussion uh, before a podcast on Facebook Live. So the album's going to be released in two weeks. A single was actually released today, mm. uh, which I told you about. I gave it a listen. You were, you, you, you wanted no part of it. Incredulous to say the least. I, yeah. was, I was even tempted to do a bit of a Facebook Live, just a bit of a quick one, but yeah. you'd have no part of it. Yeah, no. I, I, which, I, which, I, which I totally get and understand. I like your idea of uh, listening to it without hearing it. Yep. I know so, I know what it sounds like. I know what the album sounds like. You yeah. Know, I, I can tell it's that cool thing that they do and they've done it for you know for years and years and years but I, I do want it to be completely fresh for me because I think so, it might be interesting so yeah the album's going to be released uh, on the 25th of August mm-hmm. we're going to record a podcast that day first impressions of New Queens of the Stone Age album we'll record it as if we're doing a normal track by track but yeah. as we go through each song we'll actually be hearing that song for the first time yeah. which is which is going to be it's really never really been exciting. done before either. no never done before yeah. so also another first Queens of the Stone Age will be the first band or artist to feature twice on the podcast which is interesting wasn't it about yeah 2025 podcasts in yeah so there you go so very exciting the other thing as well September mm. so we've foreshadowed for a little while now that we're going to have another theme month in September, which, yes. we're, which we're really excited about because there's a lot of uh, ground to cover with this one. There's a mm. lot of interesting bands and uh, albums to talk about. Mm. may have just given away a bit of a clue by saying bands. Yes. But the thing is, is that you let me know today that you're off to Sri Lanka at mm. the end of September. Yes. The 25th, in fact. So we've got one week from the 1st to the 7th. That'd be one episode. Yeah. I presume. Eighth to the fourteenth. Yeah, if we do three. Yeah. Well, I was saying to you, we might be able to, because we, with the uh, Metal May, we did four mm. over the course of the month. Uh, we might be able to like pre-record an episode of yeah. uh, the podcast. And just don't when, tell for, anyone. For when, for when you go away. And just don't tell anyone it's pre-recorded. You know, uh, just like pretend someone died. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> something. It's like, oh, I hope it comes true. No, yeah. we, we don't hope it comes true. <laughs> yeah. Just sort of guess the news that happens that week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things are good this week. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, all that will sound good and we'll kind of keep you posted. Um, yeah, we'll start providing some clues on the Facebook page maybe towards uh, what sort of theme we're going to do for September. Yeah, so uh, yeah, just to recap, as we said, share this podcast. Share, share the, the podcast, page. get it around. We're, we're going to set the challenge. We might talk about this over the next couple of weeks, but we're going to make the challenge to get to 100 likes by the end of the year, Yeah, which might not sound like much in the greatest scheme of things, but for a little local podcast from yeah. Eastern Melbourne, yeah, it's, it's quite it's quite a big deal. It is. It is. It'd be good because you know, it's the first year as well. So, you know, if, yeah, if we do a few 100 fans a year, that's pretty good. Building slowly. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Moving to bigger and better things after that, hopefully. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I think today was a good podcast i think the, the album was good had some good stories to tell glenn campbell bit of a sad note to start off but pretty handy in the context of, of the podcast though, i must say <laughs> you didn't make that chuck earlier yeah, in this I week could, couldn't be more perfect yes <laughs> uh so that's really we're just kind of rambling now that's it essentially from us yeah we were a little bit yeah that's, um, that's it we'll be back next week uh with another album, it's my choice next week. Yeah, we'll be coming back with something a little bit heavier. Oh, I see. Because you don't know what we're doing. No idea. What you're talking don't about. know what we're uh, doing yet. So, but I do. So I'll uh, let you know fairly soon. Cool. And yeah, we'll be back sometime next week. Uh, right. Again, share the podcast, like it on iTunes, share it on Tumblr, whatever. We don't care. Get on Instagram. Quora. This <laughs> is it. Reddit. YouTube. That's it. Uh, we better sign off. Yep. All right. Well, this has been uh, track by track uh, with Campbell and Jack, and I'm Campbell. I'm Jack, and uh, yeah, you did you did okay there. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Phases and stages, circles and cycles, and scenes that we've all seen before. Let me tell you some more.